Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney. And me, Dante Bosco. Each week we'll recap and discuss a new episode. So come join us and our amazing guests from creators to cast to superfans to chat about all things Avatarverse. It's Fire Nation time. Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Braving the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Welcome to Lock and Key Unlocked, a podcast about Lock and Key on Netflix, as well as the comic books by Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. Unlocked. I'm Pete. And I'm upset at Justin for spoiling the end of this episode. It's spoiling spoiling. the end of the episode. You were like at that last episode, you're like, oh, man, I feel really worried because of what happened in the comic books. And I completely forgot about that because I was trying to enjoy the purity of the show. And then you're fucking voice when it started to go bad. Like, well, you're you, always the one who, you, you're like, ignore the source material. Forget yeah. about the comic books. I just <laughs> exactly. want to concentrate on the TV show. Yeah. F that writer. F that artist. Oh, hi. Ho-ha. No. That's you. Ho-ha. I'm just, That's not I can what play I'm back saying. the tape if you want. Did you say ho-ha? Ho-ha. Ho-ha. Al Pacino over here. Before we get too far into it, we're going to be talking about season two, episode nine of Lock and Key on Netflix, titled Alpha and Omega, which... Even if you haven't read the comic books like Pete, Pete's coming to this totally fresh. Totally you, fresh. You can Doesn't still like know. comics. <laughs> yes, you can still Pete, know. How dare that you? This is a big deal. Alpha beginning, Omega ending. And in fact, this is named after the final volume yeah. of Lock and Key. So when I saw that title, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. what's happening? Whoa, whoa. I was like, ho-ha. You know? <laughs> <laughs> ho-ha. So if you haven't watched it, big spoilers here, but... Huge things happen this episode as Tyler and Duncan forge the Alpha Key, which is supposed to unlock demons from people. He ultimately tries it at the end of the episode on Jackie. She oh, dies. That's come pretty on. bad. But at I the mean, same time, there's still a lot of other things going on here. Nina is dealing with the fact that nobody is talking oh, to her about anything, which puts her yeah. right in the sights of Detective Matuku, who has been taken over by a demon, Matuku. thanks to Gabe. But she doesn't know that yet. Also doesn't know about magic. Another person who's very slowly figuring out about magic and then forgetting about it is Hot Josh, who continues to be hot Evil this episode. Josh. But working with Eden, he finds the sea caves. Gabe finds out about it, collapses the sea caves. Josh gets out of there by the end of the episode, but the even bigger revelation is the cliffhanger at the end here is Ellie in the form of Dodge escapes from the black door and seemingly, and and I want to ask you guys about this, and I don't know if this is the place we should start. It looks like the light disappears from behind the black door. So maybe that portal is potentially shut down is what I was taking away from that. That last reveal, I was like, what, what, what? There was like so much happening there. <laughs> oh, so much happening. Because, uh, so let's say that, that that's, you know, 90%. I, again, I didn't watch the last episode, but I was very compelled. I was yeah. like black door level compelled to watch yeah. the final episode oh, before we taped man. this podcast. But I did not. So I don't know. And I hadn't watched this episode when I predicted what was going to happen in this you episode. Son so, of a bitch. So I'm so sorry, Pete, but I, the dread was real and the dread happened. Oh. Uh, but when I saw, I was like, that must be Ellie. But 
she spent all this time in demon dimension. How would she not have a demon in her? Billions, but, billions, just like chock full, full of bursting demons. Of but also the fact that she shut the door was kind of crazy to me because I thought she would swing it wide open. But I guess mm. what they say is true. Like if you think a regular draft is bad, a creepy draft to another dimension, it just chills you to the bones. So you got to shut yeah. that door. You could barely hear her which- last I couldn't figure out which draft you were talking about until you got to the end there. So you're yeah. talking about like a cold wind. Yeah. What, That's uh, right. You, what kind of draft? Do you, I thought you meant like the army draft or maybe like what? a draft of beer or something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's just beer pouring, craft beer pouring out of the demon dimension. <laughs> Turn off that draft. Strong. Strong IPA. Yeah. Well, you could say, uh, you could just hear coming through the demon door. What am I, paying to Jilly outside? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, there are really I? a lot of... <laughs> well, I'm heating all the dimensions here. Shut the door. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to heat earth. I want to take it over. So, um, yes, like you're saying, there's a lot of things going on here. We don't know exactly whether that 100% Ellie is, but that's my assumption there in the form of Dodge, because we saw her go through the door. There's been a lot of discussion about her. We don't know exactly what's going on with her. But uh, the couple of other, like, just textual, magical things, and I know I've been asking a lot of questions about how the magic works here, but sometimes, honestly, as much as I like the show, it feels a little loose. Like, what? the fact yeah. that they spend so much time talking about the Omega key is the only thing that can open up the black door. And then there's a rock slide caused by a bunch of shadow uh, creatures and it knocks the door open. Well, that yeah, was I mean, weird come on. to me. It was weird to me. Yes. It was not weird and to I, you guys? The old, I, if you don't have the key, use a, locks, a rock slide. Come on. Everybody knows that. Yeah. That's how I got into my car after. Yeah. That, was, that one uh, time. Remember? Oh. Yeah, it was a bummer because the car was totaled. But but rock slide wins. It's like paper, rock, scissors, except with the key. (laughs) Rock beats key. Right. Key beats paper. Key beats the the keyhole in your butt. In your, I mean, you're wait, back. What, you're what back. just happened? But the thing you're at back. the end definitely raises a ton of questions about what's been going on with Ellie while she has been trapped behind the black door, why she closed the black door, if she's stuffed full of demons, what's going to happen stuffed next. Stuffed full of demons? Stuffed yeah, full it was of demons. Like, it's like demons giving in there. She's like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so stuffed. full. I'm uh, so another helping of... Have, have some more mashed potato demons. Come on. You... Come on, have some demons with the marsh- marshmallows on top. They're so uh, tasty. This is not Thanksgiving, but have you guys tried Domino's uh, Demon scr- Crust stuffed pizza? <laughs> oh, my God. Almost got there. I, <laughs> I, I, like, I like, I'm old school, so like some people like fresh demon, but I still like the just demon gonna... that can. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it takes the shape. It takes the shape of a demon. Exactly, exactly. Uh, we were having some fun. It's this season. It's yeah. the, it's demons giving, guys, and make sure to get together with your family and pick out who has a demon in them. Because uh, it's <laughs> such a trouble. Just odds are somebody does. I cannot wait. I'm very excited for Thanksgiving uh, for the traditional taking of the keys where yeah. you hand out your keys and you say, can you take my keys from me? And if they can't, they're demon. And, yeah, uh, you gotta kill them. definitely test your weird uncle because uh, it's time. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can play a fun game called, is it a demon or is it just Facebook? Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. Facebook, Facebook's the black door. Okay. Uh, but if, what are the implications of Ellie returning um, I'm going to say, if that's Ellie, no demons inside. Maybe because she had the shape of Dodge, she was able to, like, talk the demons from jumping in. <laughs> Just kind of wiggle so, around a lot. Yeah. Um, and Ellie's going to come back with some and be on the side of the locks. I mean, I think oh, this episode. Oh, that would be crazy. 
this episode was all about them marshalling their forces. Um, obviously, what happened to Jackie, which we should talk about more in depth in a second, was very upsetting. Tyler's oh. going to be on one for the mm. final episode. Oh, dude, um, Tyler's going to be a mess. Dude. Kinsey's powered up with a brand new key that I'm very excited to see. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait for that. Um, uh, Bodie is coming through. He's rescued Hot, who is Hot... I'm going to say call him hot but dumb Josh. After evil Josh. <laughs> evil Josh. <laughs> He's still not evil. Yeah. He's still not evil. He's just very, like, He had to sit his, his daughter down and be like, hey, listen, I'm a shitty parent, and I'm going to continue to lie to you and do whatever I want and just leave you alone because I suck as a father. Let me throw it out. I think maybe Josh is too hot. He's dangerously hot. The hotness is all has overtaken his brain. Oh, he doesn't have brain. a demon in him. He has a hotness in him, mm-hmm. and we need to unlock it and drain it out. What we do? I, if I was Brody, I wouldn't have saved him. You know what I mean? I would have just picked up Brody? that rock and yeah. just yeah. When he got hey, real quick, I'm gonna. Let, oh wait, not even just like let him die, but actively kill him. Yeah. <laughs> Because wow. give, hey, Jamie, Jamie, give Jamie a chance to grow up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, because she's like, <laughs> she's got to raise her hot, dumb dad and do all these other things. It's too much for Jamie. Yeah, that would have been raise- great if there was a scene where Buddy was like, hey, I know your dad's been asking a lot of questions, so I'm going to bash his head with a rock. Yeah. I want a sitcom spinoff, Raising Hot Josh, where <laughs> Jamie has to get him in and out of different scrapes. Oh, now, we man. do get definitive verification that Josh is an ancestor of, I believe, Frederick Gideon. A, de- a descendant. A descendant. descendant. Yes. There we go. Um, so that was nice. I mean, just to yeah. get that, like, that really? line drawn there. Well, yeah, because it's been danced around in a weird way where it seemed pretty clear that was what was going on. So for him to say it out loud and draw that line there, I thought was pretty good. Um, and, yeah, he is being a bad dad here. I'm curious Horrible. to see... I am Not curious to like, see what his purpose is going forward, because it seems like, based on this episode, it was mostly to get him to the black door so that we could knock it open so that Elias Dodge could get out. Like, that seems well, like the main purpose there to me. I agree with that, because... You know, we had this great speech and scene between Nina and Josh, I think two episodes ago, where it was like, hey, you're acting uh, sort of weird because you're you're mourning your wife's death. And I don't think that's what's happening. He's, he seems like he's in pursuit of the black door for the power of it. Yeah. And not once has he been well, like, I, I got to go see him. At the door, and I really want I to continue to call him evil. At the black door, he was like, this doesn't feel like good energy. Yeah. So maybe evil Josh isn't as bad as I originally thought, but he's still a horrible father. And what is – so Eden, they go there without the Omega key. Mm-hmm. What – was her plan? It, it, it was it just her having a bad plan, or is she? Does that no, help get I Josh? Because Josh doesn't have the Omega key. I think once she like got him there, you know, like maybe something would sneak underneath the door and contaminate him or something. You know, she was just wants to string him along, like Gabe called out. Uh, to so she can get her own demon army to fight Gabe. Like she's trying to collect keys and get bad guys too. I think this is a bad plan from Eden. Yeah. I've been very much team Eden this entire time because she's the one who's known what's up. But when she gets a chance to enact her own plan, I mean, maybe she doesn't know about the fact that adults forget about the magic, but I think she does based on the previous season. So 
what is she going to do there? She's going to take him down, show him the black door as a show of faith, and then he's going to immediately forget about it, and she's going to take him back again, show it to him. He's going to forget about it, and they're going to be caught in a loop there. It's just not a very good, smart plan from her, and ultimately, again, it feels like chess pieces a little bit moving it around so that Gabe can be like, well, screw you, Eden. I'm going to bring the cave down on you. Yeah. You know? um, Shadow and that's fine. Shadow Crown, fun reveals. We Ooh. saw that in the first episode, right? And then we see it again here. Yeah. Um, so on the first season as well. I do think. And uh, you wouldn't know this, Pete, but in the comic book. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, uh, I remember that. The source material. <laughs> um, I don't mind the villains being, and anyone having bad plans. I feel like the second half of the season has been everyone trying out a plan that absolutely fails. Yeah. Um, and only, again, there's something I uh, sort of harped on last episode, only the sacrifice that Tyler has gone through in this episode hardens him to the point where he's like, "Oh, no, shit. More, no more failure. It's time to end this, yeah. is what I'm predicting. It, it forges him. Into a oh, rock hard boy. Exactly. All right, sacrifice. We, I mean, that was it was a beautiful emotional scene, that whole thing with uh Jackie. I mean, uh, both actors doing an amazing job in between the tears, the I love you's. Oh, just uh, so powerful. Um, I was really impressed uh with it. I mean, so good, so good. I did like, because we've talked about this before, this is another key that you jam into a part of the body. Here, it's the spine. That at least makes sense to me. Like, the demon key goes into the spine, so does the alpha key to unlock it. And the thing that you were mentioning, Justin, I think this was actually after we had wrapped the last episode because you didn't want to spoil it. But this is exactly what happens in the comics, though visually slightly different where the alpha key does unlock people from the demons, but because the demons have essentially already hollowed them out, they die immediately afterwards. They get a brief moment where they're alive, and then ultimately the way that it looks in the book is they draw it as the metal cries out of them, comes out of all of their orifices and hardens, which is the thing that kills him. Here, uh, I think it's up for debate, but it certainly seems like without the demon keeping them animated, they're done, would be my guess. Yeah, I mean, I do. It may still be the the metal thing because I, I like the logic of that. When mm-hmm. a demon enters the world, it turns into the whispering iron, and if you unlock the demon and unlatch it from the soul, it is free in the world, and so it becomes whispering iron once again. It just mm-hmm. happens to be in their blood and in their body. Um, and truly, as Pete's saying, this was so upsetting. The way they did it, like. It really felt like she was going to be fine. Yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, what a departure from the comics. And my uh, all my worries were wrong. And then it turns so hard. Turned so and, hard because I was like, yeah, suck it, Justin. She's going to be all right. No! Yeah. We don't get a moment where she says, like, thank you for releasing me. Don't be upset. Yeah. Uh, I want this is better than what I was doing. We just get her dying silently. I was like, oh, at least give... Some some sort Tyler. of absolution for yeah. Tyler where he can walk away being like what I did. Because I also the way they built it up in the episode of forging the key, Duncan was like, it's up to you. You choose what this key does. So definitely get it right. And then he, Tyler's just going to blame himself so hard. Like, oh, he, dude, we need him he, for the big battle. And I'm worried he's going to be an emotional wreck. And what a mistake. It's just a, such a uh, whatever the, the he's going to see it as a mistake. That yeah, yeah. Unlocking, exactly. unlatching the demon, you know, not considering that it would turn into whispering iron in the person, if that's the logic we're going with. 
like he's going to see that as just a failure of thought um, that got his the person he loved killed. I mean, I think a lot of this depends on how it gets executed in the next episode. But do do you at all view this as fridging? Like just to bring that up, because if mm. it is something that it where it's killing, for those who don't know, fridging is a term that was coined by Gail Simone going back to a Green Lantern comic book where Kyle Rayner Green Lantern literally discovers his girlfriend stuffed into a fridge and dead. And that's the thing that sort of spurs him on to become a hero. So do you think that's the same sort of thing that's happening here or because like you've been talking about, Justin, it is something that was teased and talked about a lot about like there was this whole arc here for Jackie. Does that make it in this case potentially okay? Yeah, I think the the part, I, obviously the main component everyone looks at when it comes to fridging is like this woman was killed so that the male hero can rise. Um, and I, I, I don't think this is it because, uh, is the same because like you said, she was given a full arc and the, uh, it didn't come out of nowhere. Cause I think the thing about fridging is like, it's the hero being like, Oh boy, I got to figure out this situation and coming home and being surprised by like, look, girlfriend's dead. Like Jackie had an arc. It was about, and we get the scene, the f- sort of front half of the scene is her as a demon being like, uh, you can join, like release yourself from your responsibilities. Join me. Let me tell you how great it is. So it, that sort of sets it up and being about Gabe's plan and, and demon and what it means to be responsible. So I don't think it's just like her death is going to make him strong. Like yeah, there's a I whole emotional arc here. Yeah. I, I think like if anything, it puts him in a worse spot after her death than, you know what I mean? Like either way <laughs> he's motivated to get the bad guys. That's kind of how the whole thing has been going. And I, I think his, her death specifically is going to make things harder for her. It's not like, uh, but again, we haven't him, seen yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll, we haven't seen the next episode, so we don't know, but, um, yeah, there was a lot of like ice and stuff like that uh, in this episode. Um, but yeah, I, I, <laughs> Fraser, weird hard turn right there at the end yeah. of your point. But I agree. What with do you think, Alex? Um, yeah, I think it depends a lot on how it gets executed in the next episode. But I, I see what you guys are saying. I think there's something what you're getting at there, Justin, with the idea that. Jackie already completed her emotional arc before she got turned into a demon. Her decision to not use the memory key and yeah, to be a grown up, leave, yeah, that that means she was done. You know, there potentially is more thing like as a character. I'm not saying as a human being who exists in that world, but as a character, she finished up what she had to do. So this here is almost like an extra little bit that does have more to do with Tyler, but isn't necessarily about like you're saying, at least right now, motivating him so much as showing him responsibility is the key word. Because if this entire season is about responsibility, this entire season is about growing up and what that means, that's the thing that he needs to learn here is Jackie made the decision to say, no, I'm fine. Uh, I will just grow up and not know about these things. And then when she is a demon, she's like, oh, it's freeing. I know all this stuff. It's great. You can do whatever you want. Demons are all id. So essentially, she was already dead at that point. You know, oh, at the point come that on, man. Taking, from the narrative perspective. From the narrative's perspective, exactly. Yeah, don't be so, an asshole, man. Come on. <laughs> sorry. Wow. I don't well, want Jackie's parents to come after me and sue me for slander or something. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie's fictional parents. Another fictional lawsuit against Alexander Zalbin. So uh, many of them piling up. 
yeah, you have uh, you versus uh, Snagglepuss from. Uh, <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm not. I'm not legally allowed. Not allowed to yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh man, I, I, I'm on Snagglepuss's side. Uh, but I will <laughs> say, hearing you talk about that, Alex, makes reminds me of the quote from that that scene between Jackie and Tyler, where he was like, "I want to." The choice was: Do you want to have grow up and, and move down the road, or do you want to experiencing all experience all the triumphs and tragedies of life? And Tyler's like, I want to do that. And then he gets hit with the biggest tragedy he's ever Mm -hmm. confronted, ostensibly. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I'd be curious to see what the discussion is going to be like out in the world about this episode and what other people think, because I do think there is there is an argument to be made for it being an example of fridging. But like we're talking about, I think it's a little more complicated than that, regardless. Um, so yeah. yeah, super, super sad things happening with Jackie. Do we want to move as Pete teased over to Kinsey and Scott's frozen adventure? Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh man. My kids would really get on board with this if that's yeah. the way I framed it. So Sam ends up leading Kinsey wow. to the angel key. Sam the ghost. Sam the ghost. Uh, There is a very funny exchange here where Scott's like, hey, you know, ghost leaves cold spots. She's like, ghost. She's like, you know a ghost. Yeah. You're friends with several ghosts. (laughs) Yeah. Like, why why are you giving me shit about, like, me giving you information on what's going on right now? Yeah. Uh, I will say I really liked how this played because when Kinsey – is pouring tea and it freezes and then Gabe shows up. I was like, what's this new thing Gabe can do? Yeah. That's why I thought that was very connected. Like as soon as she saw the kind of frozen mirror, I was like, Oh shit, Gabe's coming back. Like I almost thought it was like the house was warning her that like uh bad's about to enter, which I, I thought might've been a cool thing, but then uh, we kind of, it's the old ghost is nearby. I Classic. thought it was a great Lipton iced tea commercial at first. Just yeah, like, it's like, ooh, when, yeah. It's like, well, I have it hot when you can have it cold. And then I thought it was a great Lipton iced mirror commercial. Which That's is right. Oh, uh, I only use iced mirrors. Mm-hmm. Gives me the Smart. energy I need. Yeah. Smart. I I sometimes use Nest Mirror, but it doesn't have the same kick. You know? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Uh, but then, so at the first one, I was like, "Oh, weird new thing Gabe can do." Did Gabe unlock some other key or something or whatever? Right. And then when it was the bathroom mirror, first off, Kinsey in her sick ass bathroom again. Like maybe their world's falling you love apart. That bathroom, but dude, you so love big. That. She has her own bathroom. Yeah. Do you have your own bathroom? No, I share a bathroom with three other people. <laughs> oh, that's awful, man. I'm so sorry. It's yeah. too many people. Pete, do you How have many apartments bathroom? have two bathrooms? I have two bathrooms. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go with the flex, the uh, double bathroom flex. Yeah, do you right have right. your own bathroom? You have one for just you? Uh, yeah. The downstairs one is just for me. If the kids try to use it, I'm like, get out! Yeah. Well, the things that you do in there. They Please actually never don't like us. going down to the downstairs bathroom. They're too scared. So, yeah. so kind of, Smart. kind of, it's fine. Yeah. Hey, you have a horror bathroom all to yourself. <laughs> yeah, the downstairs is just one large bathroom. Uh, sorry, I meant crawl space. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anything's a bathroom if you just go to the bathroom. Oh. There. I don't know what's happening anymore, but if we could get back to the show. Yeah, I'd like to talk about when, uh, you know, Kinsey which I thought was not smart, but actually really cool of her says to all of her friends, like, get the fuck away from me. Like, I don't want my kind of bullshit to get you guys hurt or killed. I couldn't live with my myself. I thought that was a, a beautiful speech, a very nice moment. And then when Scott shows up and was like, I have a list of like, oh, and they hugged. It was beautiful. Absolutely amazing. 
I was big time worried Scott was already demoned up at that moment. Oh, Especially yeah. the way they shot it from sort of like a uh, like creepy angle, like handheldy angle. I was like, oh, no. Well, I think that points to they've done a really good job of making you think anybody could be a demon at any yep. time. Exactly. Yeah. Again, 100%. narratively is really good and it's really Ted's place to put things because you're just expecting that turn to come. But yeah, ultimately very cute with Scott and Kinsey. Mm-hmm. Little crazy to me that they're like, ooh, things are really going down. Okay, let's lay down on this rug, make a fire, and just And talk out. about my school I almost <laughs> got into, and then he Come did on, get in. Rochester. Yeah, I know so, uh, you love Pete, it. So, Pete, you come from Rochester. How We've talked about this a little bit before. It's already snowing there, in case you're wondering. Oh, wow, that's delightful. Did oh, you? God. So he got into Rochester and decided not to go. Is that a thing that normally happens in Rochester? No. No. no, yeah. I mean, most of the time, anyone who gets in is going to go. I mean, the mm-hmm. food alone is worth it. Mm-hmm. Yes, Rochester, New York, famous for its food. Anyone who knows it, they're like, Rachacha? That's yes, right. I love the, the food there, the food yeah. scene. Yeah, it's a huge food scene. Huge celebrity chefs. Yes. Now, when you say food there. scene, you mean like a food fight, right? No. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, and for those of you who don't know, the food he's talking about, the dish, the local dish is called the garbage plate. Right, but there's also many other things. There's beef Please on wet. There's beef on weck. I mean, that's you got a buffalo the, thing. Don't steal beef on weck from uh, buffalo. It's upstate New York, and you would they share. There's buffalo wings. Yeah, exactly. Um, of course, there's um, St. Louis uh, ribs uh, <laughs> also from Rochester. Don't forget rice aroni. Yep. Oh uh, don't God. forget all of uh, Japanese food comes from Rochester. <laughs> That's not. <laughs> right, Come on, man. There's a lot of great beef out what places in the rock. You can't just. Of course, every city has different food. Bowl is actually the original garbage plate. Yeah. Pete taking credit hots. for up. Come on, I'm man. From, got- I'm from Syracuse, New York, famous for its salt potatoes. Yeah. Um, but I'm not yeah. here over trying to flex. Oh, uh, dude, I would, you get great salt potatoes in Rochester, too, man. Yeah. And I uh, come from Port Washington, Long Island, where a lot of the Mets live. <laughs> okay. The Amazons. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Now, you while guys we're eat mentioning facts about places. Cracker Jacks, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Scott and Kinsey. So I like the sequence. I like them finding the angel key. It's a little weird that we didn't get whispering, but I understand that they were what kind of mean? shaking. Well, I, they I, did I, get I, whispering. I hear, that. I hear that, but she found the rig, which doesn't mm. whisper because it's not yeah. made from whispering. Yeah, it's not, whispering yeah, exactly. it's not a whispering rig. It's uh, the key, which they... Uh, they get some clues from birds. Sam scares some birds over to the birdhouse. Do you uh, think, and then the key not, does whisper. Yeah, yeah that's what, true. What are you Do you about? think, though, the birds, uh, one of the most heralded issues of Lock and Key is called Sparrow, which is done in the style of Calvin and Hobbes, where he yeah. uses the animal key, something that we haven't seen on the show yet, to yeah, turn into three. a sparrow, flies around, commutes with some sparrows. It's incredible. Read that issue if you read no other issue of Lock and Key, that you should read all of them. But I kind of thought that Flock of Birds was sort of a little Easter egg for that. It was that. a little nod. It was yeah, a little like, an, like exactly, yeah. a nod, which I thought was And nice. let me say, because this season is eating up so much of the comic book stuff, there's not a ton left for season three. So it makes me oh, think that maybe dude, we'll plenty. get some of that there's in plenty. season three. It is wild how quickly they are barreling through the story here. Like, again, yeah. 
Alpha and Omega last volume of the comic book. Definitely huge differences. This is not how the plot is executed at all in the comics. Just, but the whole thing about Tyler forging this alpha key and everything, that that is right at the end there. What were you going to say, Pete? I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Let me say it first. Do you tell me if this is the same thing? Because we already talked about Josh. Right. Josh goes into the cave. Yeah. And there's a, a the cave-in falls on him. Yeah, boulders and, falling. <laughs> boulders Did falling. Did you have flashbacks? And literally, while I was watching this, I was like, I'm hot Josh. <laughs> exactly what I was thinking. I knew I it. Like, I knew it. As soon as you lit up, I was like, oh, pizza about to go. I was going to save this for the end. In the comic book, for the, I mean, we've talked about this plenty, so you know this. We were drawn into the comic book because we were early adopters of Lock and Key back when it was first a comic book series before Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez were the absolute stars that they are now. We were like, this comic's amazing. Everybody should read it. They were happy that we did that. So, And when we would meet them at Comic-Cons, they would be like, uh, they would slowly say, drew Alex into the comic first, the famous Dr. Zalbin, yet to make uh, his appearance in Lock and Key, the television show. Season three, baby. Season three. Uh, Pete was drawn in as one of the high school friends That's um, right. uh, who at the end of the comic was sliced in half with a wicked knife. <laughs> Double sided um, black axe, bro. Uh, after that happened, um, we ran to them at a comic con and they both said, Oh, that's it. We've covered all of comic book club. I was like, wow, you guys are mad disrespectful. <laughs> um, and then they did add me in, in the, the last story arc where I was in the ca- in the cave, um, mm-hmm. in the same way Boulder fell. On I was me. also in the cave. Just like Hot Josh, um, my character didn't die on screen, so Liv. No, you were crushed by a giant used, boulder. And then they use the same thing here. I'm Hot Josh. No, you're wow. not. You are not. It makes sense why I've been obsessed with them all season long. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like looking in a circle. It's like looking in a frozen mirror. Oh, stop it. <laughs> that mirror must be heavily frosted if you think Heavily that. frosted, yes. Right. <laughs> were you using a Nest mirror? Is that what Yeah, it was a Nest mirror. That's what happened. Yeah, those don't work. Uh, but, but truly, that's so funny you thought that, Pete, because while I was watching this, I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk about this with my guys. <laughs> I was uh, hoping cool. Evil Josh was going to get crushed just like you were. Now then, do, Pete, does that make you Javi? Because Javi gets his neck sliced with a skate, which I know mm-hmm. is not getting cut in half. Yeah, by a double-sided black right. axe. Yeah, instead right. by a double-sided white skate. <laughs> <laughs> Ice skate. Yeah. Uh, now, so, Javi... Poor Javi. Uh, I know. I felt a little bad for him, but that was pretty badass seeing them fight, seeing him yeah. get his throat slit. She dumps him in a desert. Thanks yeah, to the cuts his throat, what was that opens door? the door. That's what was the, the anywhere other? key. It's the anywhere key, but you need to picture a door. It has to go to a yeah. door. So where is this door in the desert that she's dumping him? That Javi was thinking about? Yeah. Probably like uh, the off talked about Myrtle Beach that Pete <laughs> mentions a lot. He was like, I got to go to Myrtle Beach real quick. Boom. Yeah. Mm. He gets kicked. Oh, real quick, just to jump in a random direction, just because you mentioned beach, apparently there was a whole beach sequence in the first episode that we didn't get to see because I saw a bunch of pictures popping up. Uh, Uncle Dunk was reading a book. He was actually relating Small World by Tabitha King. Yeah. Saw that picture posted. I saw that. There's a picture of Bodie walking on the beach holding something that looks like I don't know, like the backside of Captain America's shield or something like that. Maybe they were filming the splattering there and that got cut. Do you, it was definitely for season two or is it something that could be definitely for, for season, season two? Yeah, it was the first episode. And I only know this because I looked at uh, Netflix's media site. They list which episodes things are in. And the picture of Bodhi on the beach was episode one. So I assume the one of Uncle Dunk on the beach was also episode one. So maybe they had like a whole summer vacation thing or something. Yeah. 
That's cool. Off to the the Cape for a little mm-hmm. a quick trip. Yeah. Unlock the boogie boarding key. Let's talk about Nina a little bit because yeah. again, I thought there was some really really good emotional guys, stuff they dug into here. Yes, I'm please. surprised that you know Justin was so quick to talk about her bathroom, but that spacious chimney was really impressive. Surprised yeah. Justin wasn't you know talking about that. I love climbing the inside of a chimney. Yeah, I think you never know what you find up there. And you know who feels like they're climbing up an emotional chimney is Nina, the person that we were talking about. So getting back to her. Let's keep testing him, see if he can transition back to what he wants to talk about. He's good at it. I'll say he's good at it. The AA meeting was really heartfelt and really beautiful and very sad. I love that monologue from Darby Stanchfeld there just talking about how she does not understand the things that are going on. The pieces do not fit in her head. And it is something that would drive her to alcohol again. She doesn't want to do it, but it feels beyond that. But I loved uh, I loved all the emotional layers there. I think she played them really nicely. It also played really nicely in her scene with Kinsey where they were looking through. The yeah, that was heartbreaking. Yeah, very sad. Just a very sad arc for Nita. But again, super sad. That's kind of the place where Nina lives and Darby Stanchfield is eating it up. But I, I got to say, based on the way the season is built and this episode's particularly, I wrote multiple times in my notes, uh, give her the memory key, open mm-hmm. her up. Like she's, and I, I don't know if they'll do it because it does sort of break the dynamic, but she's been so sidelined this season and going into season three, if they unlock her and the full lock family is uh, ready to face whatever comes their way next. I'm sure, I imagine there's going to be a great cliffhanger at the end of this season as there was in season one. I mean, no spoilers, but the last episode is literally titled Cliffhanger. So there you go. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, Um, Sylvester Stallone movie is probably what they're going to do. Yeah, it's the entirety of that. Yeah. No keys, just climbing. That's what everybody wants. Where are the keys? We gotta find the keys. Who are you right now? What, what, I, who, who are you being right now? Who I haven't watched pretending? Cliffhanger in a while. Are there magical keys in the movie Cliffhanger that I yeah, just don't get remember? You top of the mountain and lock who the mountain. are you pretending to be right now? Bodhi. That is awful. <laughs> what you're doing is awful. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, so I hope, and it, the dread when we cut, as soon as she sat down for the AA meeting and she gets into all this emotionality stuff, literally talking about how magic and the keys themselves have messed her up. We get the Omega thing um, at the beginning of this episode where Bodhi is going to go do something important uh, to try to help the family. And he, she's like, what about this? And he's like, oh, man, I'm going to lie to my mom again. I really can't. Mom. My favorite line of that scene, by the way, was him saying, oh, we're playing a game. And she's like, a game? And he's like, it's a stressful game. It's a stressful <laughs> yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. It is. Yes. Um, also, and then the one they pulled back yeah. in the A meeting to read reveal Matoku, uh, Matuku, and I was like, uh, as soon as she sat down there, I was like, Matuku is going to be here, and then oh, he really? was, and I was, I was uh, like, this is awful. Well, the way they shot it, I was like, somebody else is here in yeah. this room, and it's important, and oh man, yeah, yeah. Uh, the stuff with Jamie, also just to jump over to that because we were mentioning the Bodhi stuff, I thought was really good. Like them working yeah. together, she's become a fun part. Jamie of the cast. is great. Yeah, I yeah. think Jamie and Bodhi uh, teaming up. I mean, who can beat them? 
You know what I mean? There's snow bites. They, they get Dodge. it. Dodge could beat them. No. Uh, no. Technically, probably, yes. No. Uh, but they're I'm pretty good. Go I also liked the, while we're kind of working through things here, I like the Tyler and Duncan forging scenes. It was nice to see them working together. I think that worked really nicely. I also liked better how they did the intention thing in this episode versus Duncan just sort of staring at the iron until he's like, well, I intended it enough. Yeah. <laughs> so this one having Tyler have the flashes. Yeah. Of oh, Jackie. and the fact that they're all Jackie. Oh, mm-hmm. it just made it yeah. so much more heartbreaking later. Exactly. And then of course, as you do, you just, if you need blood, just slice open your hand. Cause you don't need hands for anything. Just makes so much sense. Let me say, last episode, I was like, it's fine, slicing the hand. Mm-hmm. This episode, I was like, Jesus, dude, he <laughs> dug in on it. Too he deep. did. He Way almost, too like, deep. cut his hand off. He was oh, like, yeah, oh, I don't need the top of this hand, I guess. Just, and plus, when you see the bandage, I was like, yo, dude, that's still bleeding everywhere. <laughs> he needed <laughs> one Loose drop. bandage. Yes. He's, that runs around with a very loose bandage. Makes him so nervous. Plus, it was like a, like a Civil War bandage. I was like, get something <laughs> nice on that thing. The whole thing, you just, you don't need, I, I understand it has to be a visual prop thing. Like, it's just a shorthand. It's like, I don't know if they shorthand. have one of those knives, uh, I don't know if they have one of those knives that bleed, or it's like a prosthetic yeah. that's on your hand or something with a blood bag in it. It's one of those two things, so it must be the easy, quickest way of doing it and showing it. But at the same time, it's just like, find another place, man. Find another place to get blood from. I I, I, cook, did, I do a lot of cooking with one of those bleeding knives, just for the fun. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. smart. It's, it's really fun. smart. You scream I did, every time, right? Yeah. I, I did really like how it was like we kind of set up this thing in the beginning of like, okay, we're going to kind of make this key. And then it was like a fun running thing throughout the episode. And like the way like Dunk, Uncle Dunk was talking about like pain and stuff, very, very moving. And then just kind of like leading up to the big Nina kind of AA speech. I just thought like a lot of really powerful kind of things throughout the whole app that they did such a good job of like kind of like having just kind of underlying things it's just makes me very happy when they see something that we thought was an unbelievable comic it looked like it was very well thought out that they're kind of doing the same thing in the tv show making very smart choices kind of like giving little nods to things in the comic but not letting this be its own thing and i the ghost part is still like just the fact that like Jim was like, sorry for t- uh, they're giving me credit was just such a fun and such a heavy episode. I- I'm just really impressed with the, the show overall. Again, that made me wonder, just based on our previous conversation, what Chamberlain and Sam talk about all day. But yeah, are they just cool dudes who like to hang? Yeah, he's like pretty good job with the birds. He's like, nah, I could have done better. He's like, nah, you're good. You want to go like scare some squirrels or something? <laughs> like, what do we do? No, they just are like, all right, now that we got these uh, birds trained, now we got to go train squirrels. You know what I mean? Like, they're really yeah. kind of working with everybody. Oh, they're going to eventually train all the forest animals, which you previously done, right, Pete? Because oh, you're a the- Disney princess, I believe. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's right. it's one of the you nice get dressed, things. You get bird dressed every morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the nice things about being a Disney princess is knowing all the animals of the forest. You know? Let me ask a quick question, Pete. Do the birds every morning be like, really, that hoodie again? <laughs> sure. okay. A lot of times they'll just try to fly it toward have... the uh, they'll fly it toward the laundromat, and Pete's like, no, 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 let's put it on. And they're like, roll their eyes, like, dude, you got to clean this thing. <laughs> Yeah, well, bird on a regular sides, basis. That's weird. 
That is a weird thing to picture. Uh, we should, one last thing I wanted to bring up. So Gabe, as we mentioned, approaches Kinsey and oh, gives her. Oh, the morning Kinsey was so ulti- chilling. Very chilling. Gives her an ultimatum. Basically says, hey, I want you to join me of your own free will. As a little corollary to that, if you don't join me, I'm going to kill your mom. No, the, yeah. that line was like, it was just so funny where she was like, I will never join you or I'll never be anything like you. And he's just like, fine, I'll kill your mom. Like, just, oh, just such so a. So what would you choose? Would you choose to join Gabe or would you let your mom die? Wow. 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 Well, <laughs> ultimate Sophie's <laughs> choice there. Eh, not exactly. Ultimate Sophie's choice is between two kids, but go ahead. Uh, that's a classic Sophie's Choice. Oh, um, yeah. If you go I mean, into a restaurant and order an ultimate Sophie's Choice, it's between you and your mom. It, yeah, exactly. Well, no, it's still it's still choosing between two kids, but there's sour cream on top. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a baked potato? potato? Sophie's Choice is fries on the side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, the other choice, which I think she is going to choose here, is she will fight. Um, try to protect her mom at the same time. Because I think that's what she, she's like, hey, you want to hang out? Please stay with me because I'm yeah. worried about you now. And now that she has the, the angel key, I think she's ready to uh, do some damage. Here. But that was tough, too, because Nina was like this whole time wants to feel a part of things. And then finally, Kinsey's like, hey, let's hang out. And she's like, mm, I'm busy. How about tomorrow? Yeah. And, you know, Kinsey could have been like, mm, tomorrow's bad for me because I may die and everything. So, or you may die. How about today, though? Yeah. Oh, heartbreaking. Any other moments from the episode you wanted to call out in particular before we start to wrap this up? I, um, I, w- I really yeah. thought like Gabe's. I don't know. There's something about the way like the actor is playing Gabe, just like the presence, the way he walks. It's just so creepy and evil. And just like even when uh, Tyler is looking in the window and seeing Gabe interact with Jackie, just I, I love the choices that that actor is making as this kind of like villain. It's very powerful and very cool. What did Jackie give Gabe? Demon key. Was that what it was? Yeah, it was the demon key, yeah. Oh, okay. So she was out creating more demons yeah. and then brought the key back to him. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I got to say, Gabe pretty loose with the keys. He gives Javi the Anywhere key and then Eden gets it? Very stupid. Yes. That he, guy's bad news. Yeah, he's not, he's not doing great. I mean, Eden's no. not doing great with her plans, but Gabe even worse about it. One moment yeah. I did want to call out that I thought was really cool was when Nina and Bodhi were having their conversation towards the beginning of the episode and she's asking him questions. They did the magic forgetting effect on the camera, sort of with the fade in the background, the sort of blur mm-hmm. thing going on. Yeah. And I think the idea there was her desperately trying to push through this magic that causes her to forget, to try to remember. And I thought that was a nice relatively subtle thing to do in that scene. Yeah, it it did play sort of very like chill about it. And I thought it was good as her emotions are just really uh, rising to the point where like, I think we're all pretty worried about her uh, going into this last episode. Speaking of which, why don't we talk about the key moment of the episode? Justin, what was your key moment of the episode? I mean, 
this is a, this is a tough one. There's a lot. I, I guess I'm going to go with, though, uh, setting up for this final episode, uh, Kinsey finding the angel key. I think that is going to give them that's like a bright spot in an otherwise uh, tough episode um, across the board. I think um, I think that'll really arm them in a good spot for next episode. Yeah, I'll call out Jackie dying. I think that's the Fair. big one. That's the big emotional one. But it's also things that lay the stakes for how big this potentially is going to get in this final episode. That is, she's not one of the locks, but she is a main character on the show. So to kill her off like that, they now know, OK, we got this key. This can solve our demon problem, but at enormous cost. And like yeah. we talked about, we don't know who's a demon. We don't know who's going to end up being a demon. So that means anybody is on the, the what's the phrase, on the table at this point. Uh, on the chopping the, block. On the chopping block. That's an old garbage plate term from Rachacha. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, what about you? Key moment in the episode. I'm going to say even getting the anywhere key, even though she's under rubble, that means that key is up for grabs. So hopefully that can kind of get back to the good guy side and uh, we can... I'm really worried about this last episode, and I'm hoping we can get Rufus back on the the home team here and part of this last charge. I will say we don't know what it means, but the the end of the episode where Ellie returns, that's got to play huge into yeah. this final uh, episode. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm stressed. I don't Super know what's stressed. going. To, I don't know what's going to happen. I feel like the Locke family has to have a win, but also I think I don't know if we're going to get Dodge into the Wellhouse at the end of this next episode. It definitely feels like, given that we know they already filmed season three, that they have the opportunity to do a Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi style thing where it doesn't necessarily conclude. It leaves everything open. Everybody's in trouble and in a bad place. And then you rollick into season three whenever that comes down the road. But But I I do think we need another sort of villain situation or something needs to change. Maybe Eden becomes powerful or it becomes a, a sort of a new threat or, or something, because I, I don't imagine we're going to just have another season of Gabe making moves, trying to figure it out. Like we've spent that here. Mm-hmm. So I think there needs to be a new threat um, that, that mm-hmm. comes to the Locke family is my predict. Well, we will see on our next episode. And if you'd like to support this podcast and other podcasts, we do patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. to Crowdcast on YouTube. Come hang out. We would love to chat with you about Lock and Key, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, or the app of your choice to subscribe, listen, and follow the show at Lock and Key Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, comicbookclublive.com for this podcast and many more. Until next time, keep it locked right here. This is Hot Josh signing off. Jack, Jackie, Jack, (laughs) you're an asshole.